And I'm Dave. Welcome to Don't Screw It Up, a guide to pregnancy and parenthood by people figuring it out as they go. Each episode, we'll be grappling with the fact that someone is depending on us to keep them alive and explore exactly what that means. So this episode is called Tell Us What to Do, Part 1, Schwannis Edition. We'll be talking to Dave's parents about what to expect and getting some advice from people who've done this before, who are much more seasoned veterans than us. We'll talk to my parents next time. So we're here with some special guests. Uh, my parents are in the room. Uh, they came in town for Thanksgiving. So do you guys want to introduce yourselves? Tell everybody how you know us? <laughs> Hi, I'm Kathy. I'm Dave's mom. Um, we've known Dave for quite a long time. <laughs> Actually, since birth. Uh, we've known Eileen. And pre-birth. And pre-birth, yes. We've known Eileen for seven years this beautiful young woman that he brought into a restaurant one, one afternoon. <laughs> Mike? Hi, I'm Mike Schwannis, David's dad, and we're just uh, enjoying this opportunity to participate in this podcast. So. <laughs> we introduced them to podcasts earlier this week, so now they know what this is. Also, Mike has been binge listening to our <laughs> podcast for the last couple of days. He's been just like sitting in a chair with headphones on, chuckling to himself as he listens to us talk about baby stuff. That's right. I finally took the, the opportunity to listen to these. It's really been fun. <laughs> so I might regret this, but let's, uh, let's open up this episode with uh, getting a few stories of kind of your pregnancy with me and maybe some horror stories, good stories of me as a The more as a embarrassing, baby. the better. <laughs> yeah, let's hear it. <laughs> well, to start off with, I had a very easy pregnancy. I was never sick. Um, I liked the feeling I had when I was pregnant. Um, one story, and I think they might have talked about this in one of the earlier podcasts, was that we lived in Minnesota and I wanted to go cross-country skiing. <laughs> and I was about six, seven months pregnant, and my doctor said, sure, just so you fall on your butt <laughs> if you fall. Um, then Yeah, just avoid falling av forward. You'll be fine. Yeah, don't fall forward. Um, another thing I did for exercise, I swam a lot, but I never bought a pregnancy or a maternity bathing suit. So I wore an old Dan skin workout leotard, <laughs> and it just kept stretching lower and lower on my chest. We, we have a picture of that, by the way. <laughs> the people at the pool always looked at me a little strange, but it felt good, and swimming was good. So you were kind of like a submarine. <laughs> with a big, with a big um, whale belly sticking above the water. I haven't actually put on a bathing suit in a, a little bit of time. I want to say the last month and a half or something. I'm a little bit terrified to see what my bathing suit is going to look like. I really should just go with the two-piece. Probably. Yeah. I think pregnancy clothes or maternity clothes look like the old bathing suits anyway. They're all stretchy. Yeah. <laughs> so... I remember being an excellent child. Uh, is that, is that I, how you guys remember I it? remember you being this wonderful, charming baby until you got tired. So when you got tired, you had temper tantrums. And, and I didn't know what to do. I called my mother to ask if I'd had temper tantrums. And, of course, she said no. I was a perfect child. I called Mike's mother 
And she said, no, none of her children had temper tantrums. <laughs> Dad, is that right? Were you perfect? <laughs> I, th I think that's the way I remember it, Dave. <laughs> I've heard otherwise. I've heard that Dave was a little bit of a devil. I had strong convictions. Which, which kind of continued through your life, by the way. So that was a pre prelude for things to come. I remember one trip from Kansas City to Wisconsin. We were going home for Christmas. We had all the presents in a car top carrier strapped on top of the car. We had David in his car seat, and we knew we had an eight-hour drive ahead of us, and he did not want to be in that car seat. So in the course of that trip, he screamed, I want out for almost eight hours. You could have just <laughs> let me out on the side of the road. Well, we talked about giving <laughs> we you to a passing that, trucker. <laughs> 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 and at that same trip, the car top carrier flew off the car going down the freeway, so we had to back, back but, down but that, the But that was the trip where, where he grabbed the map and threw it out yes. the window, too, if I remember right. Yes. <laughs> I was encouraging some self-reliance on your own navigation skills. That's like that Chevy Chase movie, the but, Christmas vacation movie. <laughs> it was. It was before but GPS after, and all after that. After about age three and a half, he actually became pretty easy. He was the kid that you wanted to speak to with a good vocabulary, um, but he was very strong-willed. <laughs> Would you call him rigid? <laughs> a little bit, yeah. <laughs> like the time that you couldn't bend him very well? Oh, that was even <laughs> early. That was the first temper tantrum. He was probably 18 months old, and we were at the swimming pool, and he wanted an ice cream. I didn't have one penny on me. So I said, okay, we'll go home and have ice cream. No, no, I want ice cream. And he threw his first temper tantrum, and he just went so rigid, I couldn't bend him to put him into his car seat. So Eileen's done that when I don't get her ice cream, too. <laughs> I drove home without the seat belt on him. Just He was laying in the back seat, and we got home. <laughs> back then, it didn't matter. There weren't really laws. <laughs> yes, there were. <laughs> So, so I, I've got a great uh, story. It's kind of uh, uh, appropriate for this time of year. It's a Christmas story. Um, I don't know. I'm going to guess David was probably about five years old, and maybe six, and he was into dinosaurs. <laughs> so my brothers, David's uncles, um, bought him this huge inflatable dinosaur and put it in under the tree. And when we brought them in... Tell them what to, they wrapped it they, in. Oh, they wrapped it in a big box. So the box was completely wrapped, so you couldn't tell what was inside of it. And it was a box that was almost up to the ceiling. They made a huge and box out of other it, packing boxes. Oh. And, and so David walks in the room, and all the presents are under the tree, and this big, big present. It was all, almost touched the ceiling. And it was a in a box and completely wrapped. And Dan and Steve had wrapped this thing... Um, meticulously and the look on David's face his eyes just bulged out of his head and he says oh, that's for me <laughs> and, and it was he unwraps this thing and it's this huge dinosaur and he just he just loved dinosaurs and uh, it was it was one of the Christmases I'll never forget it must have been you must have been five or six years old it was a thrill to watch him uh, experience that whole thing. That dinosaur, he'll never forget it. So it was a fun Christmas that year. Yeah, it was cool. So it's Dan and Steve's fault that I have a dinosaur tattoo now. <laughs> you can blame them, Mom. You can't blame them. <laughs> All right. I well, tried to lick that off. 
<laughs> Let's leave on a note of me actually being a pleasant child and move forward. So I think the next thing we want to know is, um, you know, what can we expect as parents that we might not already be thinking about? I think every parent goes into it, or every prospective parent goes into parenthood thinking, I know what to do, and I'm going to have the schedule, and, and our life will be pretty normal. We'll just insert this baby. I, I kind of feel like I'm the opposite of that. Okay, that, that might be good. That, that, we, we, that we have no idea what we're doing, <laughs> and well, we're trying feeling. to uh, take all the advice that we can get when from everybody. When you come home from the hospital with this tiny infant, I remember thinking, like, I didn't feel ownership yet. And I thought, those people in the hospital just gave us this little child. <laughs> and we have no idea How what do to they do entrust with us with this? They just sent us out the door. And I remember Mike and I were holding him. We're going, what do we do? <laughs> and and I, the first bath, because they gave bathing lessons in the hospital. But we were at home and we're going, it took both of us. We were afraid we were going to drop him and he's slippery and just that excitement. So I think one thing I would tell you is go with the flow. You're going to have to learn the schedule of your own baby um, and enjoy him. I think that's right. Expect the unexpected, I think, is probably <laughs> the way to think about it. Um, you always have ideas in your head. Uh, I know I was a big sports guy, for example, and I just I wanted David to be into sports in the worst way, and he wanted to be into computers and music, music. in the worst way. And so they're gonna they're gonna choose their own path in life, and it's not gonna be anything what you really want to do. It's to gonna be what that. they want to do, and that's actually the exciting part of it all is to watch all that take place. So it's fun. So tell them about uh, I guess the beginning of high school. You thought you were gonna be going to uh, like band concerts and everything. That's right. Um, we did because that's what David was into. He was just—he uh, loved every minute of that stuff. I was and playing so, saxophone at um, the time, and he decided uh, to try cross country. Well, you told country. me he said, "I think I'm okay going to band con concerts." <laughs> yeah, and yeah. But you kind of resigned yourself, yeah. like I can do band. I can, I can do. I can do band. I can do. I can do that. And he, just, he came out and said, hey, I'm going to go out for cross country. Oh, and that was such a thrill for us, <laughs> I got to tell you. And he, uh, it turned out that he was, a really, uh, he was a really good runner. And well, it seems like even to this day, even since we've been here, we went for a run together. So it's been kind of our connection for a well, long time. Well, talk about so. when you met Eileen and learned about what she liked. She, <laughs> she actually liked the Cubs. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, they finally got their jock son. It just happened to be their daughter-in-law. <laughs> And I, I give her a little hug every time just for that. So. <laughs> yeah, we get to go to the Blackhawks game for my birthdays every year. That's really fun. <laughs> exactly right. So. so I can't count on uh, our kid necessarily being the drummer I always needed. No, I think that's right. I think uh, he's going to do something that he wants to do, and you're going to go, huh, okay, I can get into that. Or the little hockey player. I'm going to put him on yeah. skates the I know. second <laughs> that he stands up. Yeah, we'll put him on skates and put a guitar in his hand, and then he'll go out and do something completely He'll different. start a whole new genre of music, actually. <laughs> ice rock. Ice, ice rock. <laughs> Maybe that is I, something. I think they have that in Norway. Oh, okay. Yeah. Is it heavy metal? Because I really dislike it heavy is. metal. Our kid's going to be super into oh, metal. Oh, no. Um, so, Kath, did... Before before you gave birth to Dave, I mean, did they have you take a whole bunch of like classes? Did they recommend um, 
Yeah, were you, you know preparing for, for pa- yes. parenthood? We took a traditional Lamaze class, and it met, I don't know how many weeks, four times or something. So we thought, yeah, we have this down. <laughs> did that help? Like, what it exactly is Lamaze? It was a it's bre- Spanish for the corn. Lamaze. class. It's a breathing technique. You do a lot of panting, and it does help. You have a focal. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and you have a focal spot. I remember somebody had drawn a pencil dot on the wall where I gave, I had my labor. And I remember looking at that going, <laughs> but I also remember the partner is supposed to help you. And, and what happened with that? <laughs> <laughs> when David was born, it was the hockey. Uh, oh, oh, Minnesota Stanley. North Stars. Oh. Oh. Yes. And Mike and my doctor we're into the hockey game. So well, I, I mean, can you blame them? <laughs> so when I, while I was in labor, I looked over, and there's Mike and my doctor, and they're just watching the game, and they're going, shh, you know, not so polite. <laughs> and, can, can you just wait, like, ten said, more minutes? Guys. You know, the story gets better every time she tells it. <laughs> and Mike went in the hall, out in the hall and ate chocolate, and I could smell it on his breath when he came in. Guilty as charged. <laughs> so, so this is all good advice. I'm taking in some good ideas here. So pay attention to your wife. Oh. Unless she doesn't want you to, because sometimes you get a little crabby during labor, and you just sit, send them away. I mean, you're not going to get cranky, are you? Well, regardless of how cranky or crabby I am, I'm going to expect you to do whatever I ask. Eileen, you might just enjoy watching the hockey game. <laughs> <laughs> I may request that a hockey game is present in front of me. Right. I'm worried you're actually just going to check me in the middle of labor. I've heard that um, new moms have like superhuman strength, so I wouldn't doubt it at all. Okay. I feel we're pretty prepared now. Yeah. We should be ready. Everybody's different, so you have to be willing to read your own body, read your own baby. Um, cool. How do you get them on a proper sleep schedule when they're in the womb? You don't. <laughs> I can't shine a flashlight on no. him during the day. And Dave's already been trying to do that, by the way. We tried to live our lives more regularly, like our, put David on our own schedule. And that was one piece of advice that I will give you. You can't. And I think, for David at least, when he was tired was when he was most temper tantrum prone. So I would suggest, you know... You're going to have to change your lives around the schedule that you try to get your baby on. Seriously? We were here first. That's okay. They, they predominate and they take over. <laughs> Fair enough. Mm, so we'll actually have to be morning people now? Yes. Ooh. And night. Well, you're already night people. Yeah. So. So morning you just people need... and night people. <laughs> yes. we, we just need to be no sleep people. I feel like the end we're barely going to be people. <laughs> For a little while, you probably won't be. <laughs> Walking zombies to take care of this baby. You know, I think the one uh, the one piece of advice is that as you guys, you know, you guys are travelers and you like to jump on an airplane and kind of take off and enjoy. I think you that may take a little bit more planning in the future. Uh, thinking about how you jump on a plane, especially as a toddler. Yeah, landing yeah. is not our strong suit. So we can't just leave for the airport an hour beforehand. No, we'll, we'll see how that goes. Okay. <laughs> Actually, when they're really really tiny, I think it's easier. Yeah, they're just a carry-on. It yes. might be a, it might be a skill set that you're going to develop. You in can the put him in so. one of those little doggy carriers. That <laughs> <laughs> like when we flew with the cat. Yes. Stick him under the seat. 
don't know. May, the uh, flight attendants might object to that. Yes. Oh, that's true. Maybe not child protective services. <laughs> they won't know. Um, but um, we also just found out that um, uh, our cousin Sedona is um, going to be getting married in Mexico next year, which means, yay, we get to bring a baby internationally. Yeah, so we have to get this kid a passport immediately. I know. They issue infants' passports. So they look at the baby and compare it to that little baby picture on the passport. <laughs> Pretty much have to prop up the baby's head yeah. so that he can take a proper picture. <laughs> Just hold him out to one side. Like, yeah, this is a baby. <laughs> He'll have right. his first stamp in the his first passport when he's, what, like four months four old. Months, something like that. That's exciting. I wish I had that. He'll he'll be traveling the world in no time. By oh, three, yeah. he'll probably hit like a hundred countries. Yeah, we probably won't <laughs> even know where he is most of the time. <laughs> I think we got David to his first international destination when you were about what, probably. Well, we wandered well, over the Mexico border when we lived in Texas. Yeah, but really, Italy so was you didn't need a passport for that. Yeah, not th- not at that point. Yeah, Italy was probably the first. No, no, uh, or Amsterdam, the Netherlands. Yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah, when you we were in went junior high. Yep, yeah. that's true. Oh, you didn't give him like any brownies or anything, right? No, we just walked him through the um, brown district. Red light district. Red light, red light district. district. Yeah. yeah. The brown cafes. Brown cafes. <laughs> in the red light yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> right. <laughs> Scandal. His grandmother wasn't very comfortable there. For life. <laughs> that was the funniest thing in the world. Walking like past the, or through the red light district with my grandmother. I've never seen a woman more uncomfortable. Let's leave now. Okay. <laughs> okay, we've seen this. We can go now. <laughs> uh, That's amazing. a separate story that we can tell another time. <laughs> so speaking of grandparents, let's talk about what you guys are most excited about. Like, what are your big plans as future grandparents? This or is... what have you been doing already to prepare? Yeah. <laughs> well, as soon as they told me they were having a baby, I ran to... Bye-bye, baby. <laughs> I didn't know what the sex was, so I felt very frustrated. I kept going all from one wall to the other. And I, I want to buy something. I want to buy something. And I ended up with a generic sleeper. Um, and then I kept telling myself, don't go overboard and don't buy things too soon. But as a grandparent, this is something I've been looking forward to for a long time. And I'm so excited for them. Um, hopefully with their permission I'll visit as often as I can (laughs) Um, I look forward to reading to him Um, just baking cookies everything (laughs) all the fun stuff about parenting without all the diaper changing oh yes and then when he's a little smelly and poopy I can just hand him back (laughs) <laughs> yeah, I got to tell you that we are really thrilled and excited about this whole event. Um, this is actually the first grandchild uh, on the Shawanis side um, for this and generation. The side. Yeah, this and the link side. Yeah, and the link side for that matter. Generation. So th- this, is, this is a big event, and uh, the, the entire family is pretty excited about it. I know talking to my parents, the great-grandparents here in this case, and they continue to ask about, how Eileen's doing and how the baby's coming, and they are really thrilled to see the next generation of Schwannis is coming through. <laughs> so it's, uh, it's really fun. It's really fun. Yeah, I'm really excited. Uh, we're going to be able to get a picture of four generations of firstborn Schwannis sons with my grandpa, my dad, me, and my son. That's true. Yeah. yeah that's going to be fun. David was the first grandchild, and now his 
son will be the first great-grandchild. Yeah. Yeah, and I guess I, my vision is, uh, you know, kind of more of the same, taking, you know, sporting events and fishing and doing things together that, uh, you know, kids and grandparents do with their kids. It's going to be fun. I feel like I need to own a fishing pole. That seems like a pretty important piece of, like, fatherly equipment. You live by an ocean. <laughs> I, th I think that's right. I think it's right. Let's see. What? Uh, any more just, like, general advice for us? How are we going to survive this? Are we going to survive this? You will survive <laughs> because you're young and healthy. You know, I think the advice is to enjoy every single day of it. It goes by so quickly. So here we sit talking about when you were uh, born and when we went through uh, the whole, uh, you know, the whole opportunity of bringing you into the world and uh, going through all of that. And now here we are 30 years later doing it again now with you. And it is just a, a thrill enjoy every single minute of it because it's over with or not over but it goes Go by fast. so fast that you can't even believe it so uh just in on those really tough days where uh it seems kind of tough just think hey this is uh this is going to go by really quickly so i think one thing too uh new parents always often think that something they do may traumatize this child for life and it doesn't so so we don't have to pay for therapy bills later on no <laughs> if i think the child, if, it's, if he's loved and cared for, you can make mistakes, and they turn out to be wonderful adults. <laughs> so enjoy him. Enjoy him. We'll yeah. try to do that. As, uh, as I've heard from many, many people, the days are long, but the years are short. Yes, that's very that's Very well put. That's perfect. <laughs> so. Oh, so, um, so I guess just, like, any piece of final advice from, from either of you about parenthood, pregnancy, um, things that we should be looking out for, things we should be prepared for? What, what, what do you guys have for us? Um, you guys gave, just gave like really good I, I, nuggets of advice already, but any, any like final words? Do you really advice? want advice? You can. <laughs> I mean, yes, yeah. we will get a lot of it. I realize we might not listen to it, but we'll hear it. <laughs> no, but I think I, I think it's back to what I said: is that enjoy enjoy each and every day of this. It's going to be a lot of fun. There'll be some days where you're a little um, over the top with the whole thing. Um, I guess uh, each child is so different; it's hard to give advice. I mean, some children, you take him out to eat in a restaurant. If he's tired, he just falls asleep in his plate of spaghetti. Others, you have to leave the restaurant when they get tired. <laughs> so it just depends. You know, I think one advice is expose him to as many things as yes. you can. Um, you know, just uh, think, you know, I, I loved sports, and I kind of encouraged David to do some of those things, but yet he was interested in music and technology and those kind of things. And so we kind of he helped steer him in that direction. So they're going to they're gonna help guide you as no. to what it is you want to do and uh, give them an opportunity to do everything that, that you can because then you'll, they'll pick and choose what they want to do. Expose them to multiple languages at an <laughs> early <laughs> <That's> age. Exactly. <laughs> and I was going to say about sports, like I did, you know, I played t-ball and soccer and, you know, baseball and all those little sports as a kid, basketball. So, like, I'm glad I had that experience even though that never became my thing. It was still something that I got to do as a kid. Well, I think the other thing is, like, when we traveled, uh, you got to see 
um, a lot of different countries and different cultures. And as a result, it feels like you've really developed a well-rounded sense of of interests and uh, kind of appreciation for other cultures and other people and the world, really, as a result of some of the travels that you've gone on with us. So, Yeah, I'm glad we got to travel a lot when I was a kid. Yeah, and I don't expect that to change at all. No, <laughs> with our kid. Yeah, no, Even not, more. When, not when they're going. I'm first uh, in, within four months they're out of the country. So, <laughs> so Actually, far, you, yeah, you know, you have five trips planned next year that you know of. Um, um, yeah, at least as far as weddings go, like five, four, four or five at oh, least. Oh, jeez. Yeah. <laughs> oh man, this kid's gonna get used to airplane cabins. Plus the annual. Yeah. 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 All right. Well, we'll deal with that. <laughs> yeah. Maybe maybe we'll be those parents um, that we've seen on, on Reddit who like give out little gift oh. like goodie bags to people on <laughs> yeah. the airplane, like pre apologizing. Yeah. Here are some fresh baked cookies. I'm really and sorry. <laughs> really it's harder as a toddler. I remember David standing up in the airline seat and doing things up. Over the seat, the people behind us, I felt so sorry. <laughs> Just like throwing bags and, of peanuts kicking, at the guy behind. Kicking the seat in front. I was like, don't do that, David. <laughs> yeah, you have a newfound you have a newfound empathy. Yes. Yes. Yeah. I've sat as in front of that kid a couple times yes. as an adult. It's not pleasant. No. All right. So let's go on to the next segment. Let's do the part where we, uh, where I eat something the size of the baby. So this week, because the baby is, t- uh, we're, so we're at 26 weeks, and the baby is about 14 inches, or about like two pounds is what we were reading. That's, that's pretty large. Huge. So it, we, we had a little bit of a hard time trying to figure out something that was about 14 inches. But because we just had Thanksgiving dinner, and we had like a wonderful meal, and everything was delicious, um, we had in a, a abundance of Dungeness crabs. Um, <laughs> and there are some Dungeness crabs that are a little bit on the lengthy side. So we're like, you know what? This is probably a, a good uh, uh, meal for Dave to eat right now. Yeah. And the crabs kind of wiggle around like the baby's been doing. So I'm going to crack open like a claw here. Plus it's Dungeness crab season, which is my favorite. Yeah. We'll open this up and suck a little crab out of here. So while I'm prying this open, do you want to move on to your picks, Eileen? Um, yeah, but can we also talk about like just crab in general and how amazing it is? Eileen is super <laughs> jealous that I get to eat crab I'm right so now. so jealous. <laughs> She's looking at it. Okay. Smacking lips. Okay, that's pretty good. I know. I'm, I'm Dave, crab everywhere. Dave is getting crab all over the microphone right now. It's going to smell awesome in here. Crab is not the most radio-friendly <laughs> food. Okay, that's pretty good. All right, so so also um, let's just talk about our picks of the week too. So there are um, a bunch of things that I have um, accumulated to try to be more comfortable in my uh, larger rotund state, <laughs> and one of which is like sleeping has gotten harder just because my hips are kind of sore and hurting now, and I can't really sleep on my back so much um, anymore. It's very uncomfortable, and there's a lot of snoring going on. So <laughs> a lot of snoring. 
<laughs> so what's helped out with that is actually um, getting a large body pillow. And so that's kind of been my pick of the week because I just, I can't sleep without this thing now. Um, so I got it at Target. I'm sure you can get a body pillow anywhere, Amazon, whatever. But uh, it has been a godsend. It's awesome. So between the cat and the body pillow, there's not much room for me in the bed anymore. <laughs> we, we briefly talked about having like the baby as like a co-sleeping thing, like arrangement where you have this little like bassinet inside of the bed. And Dave was like, absolutely not. Yeah. There, there are going to be four of us in this bed <laughs> plus the body pillow. So it's like kind of five of us. <laughs> <laughs> so I think my pick is actually going to be let me actually pronounce it correctly once, the uh, Britex Be Agile Stroller. So my parents, in their excitement for grandparenthood, uh, picked us up a stroller and had it mailed to us a little bit before they got here. And so we haven't put an actual baby in it. We put a cat in it, and he, it seems to work He does work not like well. that. Yeah. Though. Cat doesn't like it. Hopefully the baby likes it more than the cat. But, but we do like how agile it actually is. Yeah. So the baby will actually bend. Yeah, yeah. true. <laughs> Yeah, like we were actually in Baby's RS trying to pick out strollers and trying to knock down strollers and run it, literally running through the aisles with strollers to see if they'd tip over. This cornered pretty well. So the baby, I think as long as we keep them fast <laughs> enough around the corners, it can go at like a 45 degree angle and still stay in. <laughs> so this is a, Brit- a bit of a pre-pick. but Also... The, uh, also, I was going to say one more thing is that it was one of the more lightweight strollers that they had available at the store, and we have to go up like, I don't know, five or six steps yeah. or something in our front. So if we're carrying this around, that seemed pretty important. So I've now been paying a lot of attention to other people's strollers uh, since we did all the shopping for that. And I've seen a lot of these out there, and most of them have babies in them, so that's a good sign. Um, but what are you actually calling it these days? Not uh, the Britax. Yeah, but... I keep calling it the Brexit. <laughs> yeah uh we were actually shopping uh at i think we were at babies r us or something looking at strollers and there was another couple who i think was british looking at stuff too and we kept calling it the brexit and they're like guys too soon too soon <laughs> <laughs> but yeah I'm, I'm gonna keep calling it the brexit that's what we're gonna put our baby in all right well with that i think it's time to end the show yeah thanks for uh coming on to talk with us thank you for having yeah, us thanks for having us <laughs> So find us on iTunes, find us on Facebook. Uh, Stitcher Radio. Yeah, wherever and, fine podcasts are found. <laughs> and our website, don'tscrewitup.com. Or, sorry, wait, I already screwed it up. Don'tscrewituppodcast.com. <laughs> Dot com. All right. All right, thanks. See you next time. Bye. Bye.